The Bible Study Podcast, episode 759. Today, the Bible Study Podcast starts a study of the book of Obadiah. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're going to start Obadiah today. And in fact, we're going to finish Obadiah. Obadiah is one of the minor prophets, and it is a small book. It is only one chapter long. The vision of Obadiah, Obadiah 1. This is what the sovereign Lord says about Edom. We have heard a message from the Lord. An envoy was sent to the nations to say, rise, let us go against her for battle. See, I will make you small among the nations. You will be utterly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rocks and make your home on the heights. You who say to yourself, who can bring me down to the ground? Though you soar like the eagle and make your nest among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. If thieves came to you, if robbers in the night, oh, what a disaster awaits you. Would they not steal only as much as they wanted? If grape pickers came to you, would they not leave a few grapes? But how Esau will be ransacked, his hidden treasures pillaged, and your allies will force you to the border. Your friends will deceive and overpower you. Those who eat your bread will set a trap for you, but you will not detect it. In that day, declares the Lord, will I not destroy the wise men of Edom, those of understanding in the mountains of Esau? Your warriors, Teman, will be terrified and everyone in Esau's mountains will be cut down in the slaughter. Because of the violence against your brother, Jacob, you will be covered with shame. You will be destroyed forever. On the day you stood aloof, while strangers carried off his wealth, and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. You should not gloat over your brother in the day of his misfortune, nor rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their destruction nor boast so much in the day of their trouble. You should not march through the gates of my people in the day of their disaster, nor gloat over them in their calamity in the day of their disaster, nor seize their wealth in the day of their disaster. You should not wait at the crossroads to cut down their fugitives, nor hand over their survivors in the day of their trouble. The day of the Lord is near for all nations, and As you have done, it will be done to you. Your deeds will return upon your head. Just as you drank on my holy hill, so all nations will drink continually. They will drink and drink and be as if they had never been. But on Mount Zion will be deliverance. It will be holy, and Jacob will possess his inheritance. Jacob will be a fire, and Joseph a flame. Esau will be stubble. And they will set him on fire and destroy him. There will be no survivors from Esau. The Lord has spoken. People from the Negev will occupy the mountains of Esau, and people from the foothills will possess the land of the Philistines. They will occupy the fields of Ephraim and Samaria, and Benjamin will possess Gilead. The company of Israelite exiles who are in Canaan will possess the land as far as Zarephath. The exiles from Jerusalem who are in Shepharad, will possess the towns of the Negev. Deliverers will go up Mount Zion to govern the mountains of Esau, and the kingdom will be the Lord's. So this is an unusual book 
in the sense that most of the prophets deal with Israel or the divided kingdom of Israel and Judah. And they deal with one or both of those. And yet there are some other of the minor prophets where the prophet is sent to some other nation. And the next book here, which we will probably skip over because we've studied it before in the Bible study podcast, is the book of Jonah. And Jonah is sent to Nineveh and Obadiah is sent to Edom. And Edom is a related kingdom to the kingdom of Israel because Israel or Jacob and Esau, who begats the kingdom of Edom, were brothers. And so when it talks about your rejoicing over your brother, it's really saying that you people and the people of Judah, and in this case, I think the people of Judah who have just been carried away, because the prophet Obadiah is writing this to the people of Edom, something like 590 B.C., and the kingdom of Judah was carried off into captivity with the siege of Jerusalem about seven years before that. And Edom had been often under the thumb of Judah. Judah had been the more powerful country, and Edom had been kind of a vassal state. And apparently the Edomites helped the Babylonians sack the city. And so God is not too thrilled with that and says, sent Obadiah to talk to them about it. And basically to talk about the destruction of Edom is coming and that Judah will be back or the people of Israel, your, your brother will actually come back because God has already talked about through the prophets that he will restore the kingdom of Judah or restore the kingdom of Israel of which Judah is pretty much the only part that's left. And so he's saying, you know, you've got a little puffed up. They they live in the hill country down in the southern uh, eastern portion of what would be modern Israel. They're saying your pride has deceived you. You make your home in the heights and you say to yourself, who can bring us down to the ground? We're we're way up here. We're We're so important. And the prophet is basically saying you're not so you're not so much not not as much as you think and that people will come and ransack you just like thieves just like great pickers they're going to force you to your border and the reason for this is that when your brother Israel went into bondage not only did you rejoice but you helped out and that is not something that God is thrilled with because God has a special place in his heart for the people of Israel, as we have seen. And so he says, you should not gloat in the day of his misfortune. And there's a lot of this thing about in the day of his trouble, in the day of his destruction, in the day of their day of their disaster, in the day of their disaster. And a lot of not so much gloating, not so much with the gloating. And it can be easy for us to get uh, schadenfreude, the German word, great word. I wish we had something like it in English, which is the joy at someone else's misfortune. And I think much of our news these days is schadenfreude politically about one side, you know, being happy that the other side has screwed up or something like that. But God is not so much in the schadenfreude business. God is not so much in the rejoice in the destruction of somebody else. Rejoice when bad things happen to other people who we don't like. God instead wants us to be in the restoration business as we've talked about. And so this whole thing, approach that Edom has done is the opposite of God's intention for them, but also for us. 
it's easy for us to rejoice when someone fails. It's easy for us to rejoice when someone falls, especially someone we don't like. And that is not what we are called to do, nor was it what the people of Edom were supposed to do either. And so it's all going to go sideways, is what God is saying through the prophet Obadiah. And the prophet Obadiah is one of the most efficient of the minor prophets because he is done. This is all he meant to say and all he said, and he has said it. And we are now done with the book of Obadiah. With that, we'll also end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hey there, it's Carly Marcoulier, host of Therapy and Theology, a weekly podcast that explores popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.